The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. my notes. I am um, a great admirer of Gil for all the talks he gives with no notes. However, I do remember 20 years ago when Gil was giving talks with notes, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> um, so um, I wanted to share with you to begin a poem. I got out my book of Rumi poems, and it um, seems like a good time to bring out um, some of the beauty that has come out of the Middle Eastern culture. You know, there was a, centuries ago a flowering of poetry and music and the arts and science and um, a lot of beauty there, and uh, Rumi's poems are among the, those, those jewels And the title of the poem is This World Which is Made of Our Love for Emptiness. Of course, that was part of our practice today, that emptying out, emptying out with the out-breath. Praise to the emptiness that blanks out existence. Existence, this place made from our love for that emptiness. Yet somehow comes emptiness, this existence goes. Praise to that happening over and over. For years I pulled my own existence out of emptiness. Then one swoop, one swing of the arm, and that work is over. Free of who I was, free of presence, free of dangerous fear, hope, fear of mountainous wanting, The here and now mountain is a tiny piece of a piece of straw blown off into emptiness. These words I'm saying so much begin to lose meaning. Existence, emptiness, mountain, straw. Words and what they try to say swept out the window, down the slant of the roof. So um, in Buddhism, we we do talk from time to time about emptiness, an inner state of emptiness. And I suppose for people who aren't very well acquainted with Buddhist practice, um, this probably sounds like something they want to avoid rather than to cultivate. Um, For them, you know, they might say, oh, this sounds like nothing, Nothing, bleak, barren. Why, why would anyone want that? But perhaps through the practice this morning, you may have noticed some of the qualities that Buddhism associates with this um, inner state of emptiness, even if you experienced it 
for only a few breaths. Um, you know, perhaps you felt just emptied out and calm. Perhaps you felt peaceful. Perhaps your body was completely relaxed and tranquil for a period of time. And perhaps you were able to notice each and every breath for, for some period of time, which freed you from um, all the, the, the world of thoughts, the busy mind. Perhaps you just felt happy for no particular reason. And maybe even more noticeable to you during this practice, um, um, more noticeable to you than the emptiness were the, the thoughts and the feelings and the sensations that wanted to come in and fill that emptiness. And, you know, sometimes... Sometimes these come like polite visitors. They knock on the door and they ask to be let in and we can choose whether to let them in or not. Some come along and just knock down the door and barrel in and intrude. And some slip quietly under the crack beneath the door and it can take some time before we even notice they're there. You know, so what do we Buddhists mean when we speak of or experience um, this state of emptiness? And we know from some experience that it's not nothingness. It's not some form of um, cold, hard nihilism. Um, Because after all, we talk a lot about... um, love and joy and and in our practice we we cultivate and bring to the world a full warm and open heart um, to ourselves hopefully and to others so it's far from a a, a nothingness far from a um, existential nihilistic feeling, experience. Um, So this state of emptiness, um, isn't it about freedom, freedom from? Freedom from agitation, freedom from wanting, demanding, craving, freedom from hatred and ill will, freedom from clouded vision, and inattentiveness and the consequences of not seeing clearly and not paying attention as we go through our day. Freedom from. And what, what exactly is it that's involved in cultivating um, an inner state of emptiness? Well, it seems a good place to start is with our actions in the world. Um, I mean, how can we enjoy this freedom from agitation and worry and regret if we have somehow caused harm or we haven't been truthful? That kind of creates some agitation, some intrusion into that spaciousness 
And we have that understanding also that unskillful and harmful actions have their roots in our minds and our thoughts. So doesn't that mean that we also attend to, um, to our thoughts and our intentions, our mental activity, and that we, we really do our best to uh, weed out, abandon the negative ones and nurture those positive ones that we, we know well. Generosity and love and forgiveness, compassion for ourselves and for others. And I, I think that, you know, emptiness doesn't mean that we'll always be free from negative thoughts and negative emotions, but it does mean that we don't have to give these visitors free reign to take up residence in our hearts and minds. We have this practice of mindful awareness and looking deeply inside um, into, um, as uh, Tanjev put it, into the broad, tall, and deep. So we have a few extra minutes, so maybe I'll just read the poem again. This world which is made of our love for emptiness. Praise to the emptiness that blanks out existence. Existence, this place made from our love for that emptiness. Yet somehow comes emptiness, this existence goes. Praise to that happening over and over. For years I pulled my own existence out of emptiness. Then one swoop, one swing of the arm, that work is over. Free of who I was, free of presence, free of dangerous fear, hope, free of mountainous wanting. The here and now mountain is a tiny piece of a piece of straw blown off into emptiness. These words I'm saying so much begin to lose meaning. Existence, emptiness, mountain, straw. Words and what they try to say swept out the window, down the slant of the roof. So I've really enjoyed practicing with you all this morning. It's been very wonderful. Cultivating that inner state of emptiness. And now we...